And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is warehousing. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who has supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us on our social media to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about our new product launches. You can also use our subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all our new product announcements. Be sure to check out laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on our website. Or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, first off, I want to apologize to all of our uh, our fans out there for the delay in getting today's podcast out. Today's topic, warehousing, is actually related to the reason why we were so late today. Um, so my wife and I got up, we went to uh, church this morning, and then we headed out to do apartment shopping. We, uh, we live in this small little two-bedroom apartment in uh, Grafton, Wisconsin, right near uh, Milwaukee, and we like it. It's a good place, but now with the company growing and uh, all of the uh, great things that have been happening, it's been a little more challenging to uh, fit everything all in the one space. We've seen a significant growth in the last month, month and a half, and that's caused a little bit of a space constraint. So for those of you who have uh, listened to my podcast previously on working from a home, one of the things I mentioned in that was how important it was to be cognizant of the people who live in the home that you're working out of. And one of those cognizations that I'm trying to pay attention to is how uh, the, the workspace is kind of crowding out the rest of our living space. I looked for a little bit with my realtor, with my uh, my friend actually from college, who has now become a, a, a real bro- real estate broker, has uh, helped me look at warehouses nearby, and there's a couple of great ones, but they're just a little bit too big and a little bit too expensive. So to give you a little perspective, uh, for those of you who may be looking at doing some of this and have never really been exposed to it before, when you're renting commercial space, there's a couple of factors that come into play. One is zoning, two is expense, and three is, of course, size and two or three are pretty closely related. So when we talk about zoning, what I mean is that, uh, for those of you who have no exposure to this, a while back, cities decided that it would make sense for the, the city government to, to create zoning areas to prevent um, industrial uh, manufacturing to be done right next to residential areas. So they created these, these zoning boards that helped determine what areas of cities should be used for what purpose. So for example, if you've got a... A business that does um, light manufacturing, let's say, you have to work, you have to have your business operate, unless it's being operated out of your home, but you have to have your business basically operate out of a warehouse that's zoned for light manufacturing. Same thing with commercial real estate when it comes to um, heavy manufacturing, any sort of power constraints, commercial properties, those all. So there's this whole um, world of zoning that comes into play. The other factors that come into play, of course, are space and cost. So if you've got a, a company like mine, we don't really need that much space. We're still pretty small. Kind of most of the products that we deal with themselves are pretty compact in the way that they are stored and the way that they are packaged. So we don't necessarily have to have a ton of space, which has become kind of an issue because the smallest commercial space really that we've been able to kind of find in our area is about 2,000 square feet. Now, that may not seem like a lot, but if it's a big empty space, that's, I mean, a lot of space. And we don't really need that yet. We'll get there, I hope, but not yet. So that's been an issue. And in regards to that, so when you've got a commercial space that's zoned for that specific purpose that's no smaller than 2,000 square feet, it gets kind of expensive. I think the cheapest we've been able to find would be something like 1800 to $2,200 a month. And that's a lot for a small business that's growing and working on trying to you know, continue to grow our community and spend our money wisely. That's a big issue. So that's where we've been able to... Um, 
to say, you know what, maybe instead of getting a warehouse space, which is what we have been looking at for the last month or two, uh, maybe we just need to move into a larger apartment. Now, we've looked at purchasing a house, but I think the issue that comes into play there a lot when we're looking at those kinds of things is, do we really want to be tied down to this specific area? The advantage of the business is that it's pretty nimble at the moment. There's just the two of us, and working out of our home means that we don't really have to have any property ownership, per se. So there is an opportunity for us at the moment to continue to stay pretty nimble. Because let's just say one of our so, someone came to us and said, we want you to manufacture a ton of these, and uh, we want you to, to be able to supply the volume quickly. Well, it may make sense for us at that point to go move near that purchaser, you know, to have our location be close to them. And being able to have that nimbleness, I think, is very valuable in our, in our world that we we're working out of. So for us, we've been looking at new apartments and we found a couple of great ones that we're pretty excited about. Um, and I think when we look at what I would say is important factors in all of this is a couple of things. One, we want to be able to have, um, the ability to continue to expand. So finding apartment areas that have multiple areas to be rented, I think actually has been beneficial for us. And I think another factor that's come into play is being able to have proper ventilation and uh, proper uh, systems in place to, 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 pull all of the, the fumes and air out of the, the room that we're working out of. The laser engraver, when it's engraving, does kick out a little bit of fumes, and we've got a system to pull those fumes into through a filter and then out of the house, but we still need to have that outporting. So that's important to have, and um, that's been a, a really challenging part of this warehousing space. Now, I will say that when we were looking at all of these varying things for our spaces, one of the things that had come to my mind was starting up a retail space, actually. We live in a, a, a relatively well-trafficked area. Um, they just had the, Cedarburg just had their, I think, Wine and Harvest Fest, which has good foot traffic, and it's this wonderful little festival, and we've been looking at potentially getting a retail space on the main street of that little town. It's kind of a classic little main, town, main street Americana. So we uh, looked at those kinds of spaces, and I actually have a dream of being able to have a retail space for the company someday where, in my mind, we'd be able to have all, a whole bunch of different le leathers that would just be out, and you know, you'd be able to kind of pick your own leather, and you'd be able to pick your own color posts, and you know, pick your own paper, and we could print on the paper if you needed that, or we'd have a couple of pre-printed options, and then you'd be able to uh, go and put it in the laser engraver, and we'd help it get it all set up, and you could watch it be engraved with your own custom design, or um, a design you brought in, or something like that, and you'd have it all put together, and then you could just walk out with it, and that would be, I think, a really fun way of doing a retail space. It'd be really cool. It would be able to allow us to kind of showcase all of the wonderful variety. And as we add new products like, you know, purses, handbags, uh, laptop cases, phone cases, more sizes of journals, I think that that would be a cool way to kind of showcase all of those wonderful other products. So that's been a factor as well. And currently the, looks, the spaces we're looking at aren't very retail oriented, but that may be the next jump for us is warehousing and retail spacing. So when it comes down to it, I think it's important for every small business to just appropriately judge what they need. I think there is this tendency, this desire to go bigger than you need, to, to bring on more space than you really would look for otherwise because you want to seem more legit. But I think this is more important in that if you try to look too big, too fast, you're going to end up crippling your ability to grow. You, you'll run out of money to market. And at some level, if you can't do marketing, that's the most important aspect. 
you know, in regard, many of you know that I've been working on the taxes and getting those, those prepared for the self-employment stuff, which is due on Monday and, um, all of the things that go in along with those. And I think the challenge that is very easy when you're looking at your, your books is that you, you look at your marketing expenses and you look at the other expenses like warehousing and, you know, labor and all of these other things. And you think to yourself, well, where can I trim back on the budget? And, people want to trim back on the marketing budget because it seems like the one that's the most variable. It seems like the one that we're not really sure if it's working or not, but that's a mistake every time because trimming back on the marketing budget is, is the only thing that can really cripple your company in that it's the only thing that generates any revenue. The marketing budget brings people into your shop. Without that, there is nothing else. That's the one thing that you need to work on saying, I'm not going to cut it back per se, but I might retool it to be directed in a different way. I may reorganize it. On the other hand, cutting back on the space needs if you can and being able to say, you know what, we're going to save money by not getting a bigger space. That actually could be a really valuable way of saving, saving your money. At some level, you're always going to be playing catch up with your space. You will always need more space than you have. That's just the reality of companies. We grow, and this is the reality of humans in general. Humans are like gases. We fill the space available to us. And you want to, you don't believe me? Go look at people who have big houses and look at how much stuff they have. And look at people who have small houses and look at how tightly packed they have their stuff. I mean, we grow and expand, and, you know, it's just the natural progression of life to gain stuff. So, when you look at your company, try to do your best to trim back on things like space needs and perhaps if you've got other alternatives to to really work your company to be able to say, you know what, rather than having it be all in one big warehouse that we have to spend money on, maybe we'll have three or four smaller places that are a little cheaper. Maybe that's a more efficient way to produce. I don't know. It depends on what you're doing and it depends on where you're at, so keep that in mind. All right, so today's use is another one of my personal favorites. Today's use is a memory book. So when you put together scrapbooks, I remember my mother putting together wonderful creative memory scrapbooks from when I was a baby with all sorts of pictures and it was all pasted in beautifully. And I remember her talking about how when she had Marcus, my older brother and myself, that she did a really good job and then she did a good job with Daniel and then Samuel with the fourth boy, it kind of got busy enough that it was a little more difficult to put them together. And that was where I was thinking to myself, what a wonderful application for these books. Because if you want, all you need to do is put the couple of photos and you could put it together in a Word document. You could put it together on any kind of uh, digital software you may have. And then you can just export it. And once you print it out, you just three-hole punch it and put it in. It's like an instant scrapbook. And the best part is that you can use, with our new wide cuts, you can use page protectors if you want to. You can have all sorts of a variety of maybe photo papers that you can use. There's just a lot of variability in that you can create the custom book. And you can do the layout all digitally, which means that it's easy to kind of modify and change where, you know, when you're using stickers and paste, if you paste it down, it may not be so easy to fix. So that's where I think that this is a wonderful opportunity to use the um, use the book for memory books. Now, I will say, if you're looking for uh, a little more about today's li- day in a life, that we were working on uh, shopping today. So that was really my day was reviewing that and working on the books again and catching up on our orders. We've been doing really well trying to keep up to date with you know getting our orders out within a day or two. So that's been a real priority for us that we've been working on continuing to uphold. And as we've grown and gotten busier, it's gotten a little more challenging, but we're we're hanging in there. 
All right, folks, thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to back, check back in tomorrow for our next topic. And don't forget to check that subscribe button below to be sure to get the latest podcast right away. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, please feel free to contact us on our main page of our website at murdycreative.co, or you can contact us via our Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message. Any of those methods will work. Please, though, I'm, I'm doing my best to be available whenever possible. And I love talking to you guys, but I appreciate your patience when I don't get back to you right away. So if you have any podcast topics you want to hear about, send them my way. I'm constantly um, looking for new uh, new content, and I appreciate any advice or any curiosities you guys may have. I'm happy to engage with the community and give you guys what you're looking for. So if you're looking for multiple binders for uh, gifts, giveaways, menus, any reason really, uh, ask about our bulk discounts. We do have those available, and uh, we're always happy to chat more about that and your design. Thank you so much for tuning in today, guys. Have a great day. Goodbye. <laughs>